0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Joe Horsemeyer from Off the Clock, a podcast made at Johnsonville Way. Hey, I'm here just to drop a line say, hey, how's everyone doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, And also discuss this episode you're about to listen to, Um, the episode here with Jason Foss, which was phenomenal, by the way. Um, Thank you, Jason. It was a lot of fun. Uh, We just want to touch on the audio again. We got some new microphones, and um, Jeff and I are really excited about it. We may not have had them dialed in as as uh, good as we wanted to, but if um, you're not fans of Off The Clock, we are working on it diligently, and we will get it under control. So, just want to give you a little bit of a, a heads up that the audio may not be exactly what you have come to know and expect from Off The Clock, uh, but like I said, I promise it's getting better, and uh, thank you again, Jason. This was a blast. Um, sorry, your audio was not the best on, uh, on your episode, but... The content was um, just as good as anybody else's. So thank you. And thank you to all of you who tune in and listen. Hope you enjoy.
1: You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville Way.
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another awesome episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am here with my co-host... Jeff Verhulst. Jeffrey Verhelst. How the spanks are you?
2: I'm good. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> wow. You're really bringing so, it ladies to and
0: gentlemen, we do have to let you know, today we are recording with new microphones. Uh, these are state-of-the-art, top-of-the-line podcasting microphones. We are geeked out, and hopefully the sound quality is good. For our guest today... Who is? Jason Foss. Jason Foss, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. So hopefully we can all work together, you know? And we'll get make these, it
2: through, Joe, don't worry. These
0: mics working right. Um, so far, they seem to be okay. They're picking up everything. Before, I was clicking my, my pen probably about 10 feet away, picking it up just fine. So they told me to put the darn pen down. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry.
2: And yeah, you picked it up and
1: told them. Well, I, I
0: had to demonstrate.
1: And And the microphones are are not bad looking either. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jason. (laughs) I'm
0: really nervous about these. We'll be fine. Okay, good. You can just get it all out. We don't want to talk about microphones
1: all day, though. So, Jason, if you wouldn't mind telling us your Johnsonville story. My Johnsonville story. All right, yes. So, I came here in January of 2010. Um, I guess I don't want to go to go spend all the time talking about my past but uh, I did work construction for about 11 years uh, oh, got okay. injured and had to make a career change
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so I went back to school and uh, got an engineering degree in, in package engineering and uh, then I had to do a co-op um, to graduate and so as I was looking at co-op positions uh, Johnsonville had one available so I interviewed for it um, got it and came in January of 2010 and it was an eight-month co-op, and in about month seven, um, a full-time position became available. Oh, good. And so I applied for it and did receive an offer, and so came on board. But I still had three courses to take at school. Yeah, Oh, Ooh. sure, uh, It sure. got a little little complicated, but uh, we worked it out and did some online courses and ran up, uh, up to Stout about... Every other Friday, wow. um, to, wow. to finish some of the coursework. That's and,
2: like a four and a half five hour oh, drive. Oh, it's
1: like yeah. Oh up, my god, back in the same day, and then uh, uh, along with working full time as well. So, wow,
2: yeah, you're a so crazy person. <laughs> well, good for you. Good done. for you. It worked out yeah, well. Crazy. So
1: I've been here ever since. So. Awesome. Wow. It totally paid off then, huh? Oh, totally. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. So the, yeah, the good news is, is I uh if I was still working construction. I would have had uh, been laid off anyways. Yeah. So going back yeah. to school, well, the timing was right. Mm-hmm. It made yeah.
0: sense. And what gave you that uh, itch? I mean, was that something from little on that maybe you were thinking about getting into or just... Not at all. Okay. But, I mean, who's
1: ever said I want to be a packaging engineer? <laughs> First of all, what is a packaging <laughs> I engineer? i right? I was I'm kind of wondering it. the same thing. <laughs> exactly. So um, my intention was actually to go for construction management. And okay. UW-Stout has a course in, in construction management. And uh, somebody, when I got there, said, we should check out this packaging engineering program I said what and they said package engineering I said what is that designing packaging for uh, all the stuff that's there in the stores I thought never heard of such a thing sure and uh, so it took a couple intro courses and said yeah this is kind of neat you're still working with like blueprints and drawings and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. uh, kind of fell into it and uh, been with it ever since wow that's awesome that is
0: awesome Jeff Anyways, um, what have you been a part of any other teams or anything like that? I guess what projects have you been a part of since 2010? Because there's been plenty oh, that's boy. rolled out. Yeah, we want you to list every single one <laughs> yeah. and all the
2: details, <laughs> alphabetically or by <laughs> chronological.
1: That's fine. And then
0: which <laughs> plant
2: you did yeah, them sure,
1: at? Sure, <laughs> sure. I could talk to some of the recent ones I'm on right now. Sure, Not sure. That makes sense. Uh, working on uh, line four over at Metal Side. Okay, we got a lot of new packaging equipment over there. We mm-hmm. got uh, two new multi vax and a, and a bagger, a vertical bagger wow. system. Um, so line 4 sure. can you tell us about that a little bit I mean
0: everybody talks about line 4 but what are they actually making on line 4
1: so that'll be Ready to Lumberjack uh, Patty and links. oh okay um, so they'll take Got them it. off of line 3 and put them over on line 4
0: great okay, okay. You know?
1: but it's more automated um, they have robots for loading the, the product into the packages um, which they're working through some issues now, but uh, I think we'll get there. Okay, yep. as always. Yep.
0: So you've got line four. Yep. I mean, is there anything else going on right now? Oh, no, not at all. No, funny. got one project. That's, That's funny. funny. No, I'm <laughs> bored. <laughs> 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 Said no packaging engineer ever.
1: Uh, so, working on the Project here at the Tech Center. Okay, um, All right. probably can't talk about that one a whole That's lot. That's fine. Um, but helping out on the Watertown's new line two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, working on the fresh turkey project over at Countryside, and then mm-hmm. a, a myriad of other other projects and wow. troubleshooting and issues with packaging materials and stuff like that. That's so. great.
0: All right, Jason. Thank you very much for telling us your on the clock story. Mm-hmm. But now let's get to your off the clock. Um, we did an episode with uh, Jim Chapman okay. a couple weeks ago, and um, he had mentioned barbecuing or smoking um, meat. And now he actually harvested his own pig and all that good stuff. But he mentioned that you, you know, were kind of the ringleader with all this. So, sure. what is going on? You're, sure. you're a barbecuing smoking master here? Or? I wouldn't oh, I go that far, <laughs> man, Okay, but, uh,
1: I'm still learning, but uh, I'm pretty good at it. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've been probably smoking different um, types of meat. Like, I uh, started processing our own venison products when i was a kid with my dad okay and, sure. and then from there we'd use the smoke houses and such and right. uh, work my way up and i've been doing it for 30 some years now but that was more you know beef sticks and and that sort of thing and then uh actually jim and i went down to austin texas he took me down there for a barbecue festival oh this is probably four or five years ago okay and uh it really it, it rang true with me i'm like this is i got to do more of this kind of stuff oh, so that's they're, awesome they're doing the briskets and they're doing the uh Ribs. Pulled pork, that sort of thing. And I really hadn't done much of that up until that point. And uh, a lot of the folks there uh, are taking 500-gallon or 1,000-gallon propane tanks and converting those into smokers. Oh, yeah. Those okay. Big-scale scale smokers. Yeah. Sure. So I have I did make a 500-gallon uh, propane smoker, and I'm working on my second one right now. And I have a bunch of other smaller smokers. So I'm always playing around. It's kind of <laughs> wow. that the hobby. That, that you make your own yeah. smokers, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what... What drove you to, because you compete, right? Um, we did. I have. Okay. We haven't for two years. Three years ago, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very expensive and time-consuming, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, a lot of the folks that were on the team uh, couldn't give enough of a time commitment, sure, so sure. we haven't done it since. I'd like to revive it at some point yeah. when mm-hmm. we all have more time, but yeah. you know, <laughs> then will never happen, right? Plenty of projects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, again,
0: what, what catapulted <laughs> you into the level of making your own smokers I mean because I could basically go home and just smoke it in a, a fleet farm smoker that sure. I buy you know but sure. you are making your own smokers sure. what what caused that
1: it just seeing these massive chunks of metal and, and seeing the results that have come off of you know a brisket that they smoked on there for 16 or 18 hours that mm-hmm. just it's like the best so it's the
2: size right? that's really the appeal yeah. right I mean because yeah. you can't buy that big of a smoker is you just gonna make it yourself
1: right well okay. so like a lot of the smokers you buy they're real thin walled metal they don't hold heat very well Okay. these we're talking three-eighths half inch thick steel oh, and wow. once the stuff gets warm it's warm for a good long time right? Sure. and so it just does a better job you Great. can in the winter time if you want to do it you use these cheap uh, store-bought ones and they don't hold temperatures at all and it takes you twice as long to smoke in those yeah. these heavy-duty ones they'll hold their heat all all, any kind of weather
2: hmm. you
0: know.
1: so what are the meats that you actually smoke or specialize in i guess sure um well so the kansas city barbecue society is a uh, a sanctioning event uh, a, a company or i should say a company a organization that uh, uh, you could they sanction barbecue events throughout the united states mm-hmm. um, and they even have some overseas as well and with that uh there's oh i think there's at least 20 maybe a few more than that here in the state of Wisconsin alone okay and uh, wow. so for those competitions you have to cook in four categories you have to cook in uh, uh, pork ribs um, pulled pork or pork butt or you can do shoulder as well um, you got to do a chicken which is usually a chicken thigh or a Cornish hen okay and I'm missing one here and brisket the brisket be yeah brisket. Sure. Yep. so you have to cook in all four categories and uh, then you turn in every half hour um, from at noon the following day that you've cooked because you cook all night. You don't get any sleep and you oh, wow. all the next day. And then at noon, you turn in your first category and then every half hour after that until all four are turned in. Wow. Um, so it's, it's pretty competitive. It's. When we first started doing it, so what I did was I got a group of folks here that are uh, barbecue enthusiasts at Johnsonville and said, mm-hmm. if you want to be part of the team, and then I led the team, and uh, we went out and cooked in three events that year, um, with the largest one being at Lambeau Field, and oh, that sure. was right cool. in the parking lot there. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, so we placed... So so more mm-hmm. toward the end, but we learned a lot along the way and we talked to the folks that were winning and they're buying like premium meats like Wago beef briskets and oh, wow. organic chicken and, and super high price stuff, right? So yeah. hate to say you're buying yourself a win, but you you know it helps. It yeah, definitely I guess. helps. Yeah, Probably. yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So
0: are all of those meats in the same smoker at one time then smoking? Um no. Okay. Nope.
1: So I can give you an example of yeah. kind of the, the setup and what we do. Yeah. Um, so uh, when you cook in a Kansas City Barbecue Society uh, sanctioned event, you have to use all wood. Um, so it can be a pellet smoker, or it can be all um, wood charcoal or, or regular charcoal, okay. charcoal, right? But you can't use propane. You can't, uh, you know, everybody calls that cheating, right? Oh, um, yeah. So you start up like, for our, for instance, our smoker, uh, the competition one, I actually welded that one up too. Um, oh. It's a smaller scale of the <laughs> large one, basically. Sure. Um. But for that, uh, we're wood-fired, and you're probably stoking that probably every 20 to 30 minutes. You're, wow. you're stoking the fire, keeping it going. Sure. Um, we did put a computerized unit on called the Barbecue Guru, and <laughs> what, what it is it? It's a fan that uh, goes up on the front and actually bursts a little air on the, on oh, the fire okay. to keep it going. Yeah, and as the fire goes down, it bursts more air, and then the fan will stay on and keep uh-huh. pushing. And so you don't have to stoke it as often. And you got a little thermostat on the inside that tells you what the temp is, and then you got another another uh, probe you put in the meat and it tells you what the internal meat temperature sure. is. Wow. <clears throat> So a typical event, you'll get there on a Friday, and uh, they have to inspect the meat in the morning. And then all day you're setting up your your little area, your portable kitchen, whatever you're using. And then uh, usually around probably 9, 9.30, you fire up your smoker. Okay. And you let it get good and warm, and around 10, 10.30, you're throwing on your brisket. Okay. And mind you, the brisket isn't getting turned in until the next day, right? Sure. So mm. this is a 16, 18-hour cook on a brisket, right? Wow. So you throw your brisket on, and... Uh, course you're watching it and, and doing your thing and uh probably three hours later you're throwing on your uh, your pork butts okay. uh, for your pulled pork and then you're kind of babysitting those all night while you're prepping your ribs and your chicken to put on the next morning because mm-hmm. they don't take quite as long sure um but so at times you'll have uh, you'll have a brisket and pulled pork on the same smoker at the same time, um, and we have actually multiple smokers that we'll use, and ones just to keep the product warm after we get it cooked, okay. so, you know, so we can turn it in warm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just kind of move things around, and you can have multiple items on the on the smoker at the same time. Yep. Wow. Yep. So you said they.
2: <clears throat> excuse me, they check the meat, so I assume they just check to make sure it's not tampered with or pre, pre-done or yep, pre-seasoned. They don't want you
1: pre-injecting it with anything or rubbing it down or, or, or you know, God forbid you cooked it ahead of time or something like that. Sure. Right? But they want to see it in its original packaging. Okay. And, uh, it's It sounds more than what it is. Literally, it's a guy walking up, opening your cooler and taking a quick look. Yeah, say, oh, yeah. yeah, you're good to go, you know. Okay, right. And sometimes they'll, they'll probe it with a thermometer and make sure it's the right temperature. Sure, a lot sure. of times we didn't have that happen. So, okay. yeah. so do you need to have bought it from somewhere or like let's say yep. you have a cow and you wanted you to could use, use that oh, okay but All right. you, yeah and then you'd have to, to pack it up and, and explain to them that it's not store-bought packaging sure because it is a, a yeah. own, Right now yeah. that's yep. something you might be able to do yeah you may be able uh, to package that up uh, oh yeah and yeah, that's the packaging part <laughs> i don't know about raising it <laughs> <Yeah. No>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let jim do that sure yeah. everything up to that
0: point <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so i i heard a rumor too that uh you and a couple other guys, did you go and train to be judges as well? Correct. Yep.
1: So what was that process like? Um, so, yeah. So Jim, uh, Travis Selby, and myself went down on a Saturday down to Cross Plains, mm-hmm. and the Kansas City Barbecue Society had a training course for becoming a judge um, and also a, ch- a table captain. Um, so with the judges, um, there's one table captain per six judges at a table. So you can do both oh, roles. You can okay. either judge or you can be a table captain, right? Yeah. So we went down and the first half of the day was uh, all the training to become a judge. And we more or less did it so we understood what people are churning in yeah. so that we can get better at what we're churning in. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't hurt to be able to eat barbecue for free. <laughs> all day. day right? yeah. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so we did both and we got the table captains as well. So we could do that if we wanted to as okay. well. Wow. You know. So are there any competitions that you've judged? Um, no. Uh, okay. Here's <laughs> the downside of the whole thing okay. is you they go by a point system. They ask you on the... So you fill out an application when you're you know to all these different events to judge, and they'll ask you how many times you've judged someplace, right? Wow. Yeah, and of course the guys with no experience they don't want you, right? Yeah. So it's really hard to get in. I was just gonna say, it's, how do you even start? It's right. crazy. You got to wait for somebody to die. What's I your best <laughs> job experience? <laughs> Too much barbecue is that right, right? Oh boy. Wow. So now uh, you guys do not put anything on the meat. It's just straight meat, right? No, no. We use rubs. Um, oh, you do. You can inject if you want. Um, here's the interesting thing on that as well. So we went out we'd buy all these um seasonings and spices and make up our own rubs and sauces and marinades and injections and uh we got to our third event at lambeau and and then that's when we got to know a lot of these teams so we're talking to them and the one guy's like you do what and we said well we make our own rubs and marinades and said. So, you're crazy, he goes. I go, what do you mean you're crazy? He goes, there's nobody here that places in the top 10 that makes their own rubs, sauces, or injections. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, no, we all buy them. And I'm like, what? Like, you buy them off the grocery store shelf? He's like, no, there's special specialty companies out there that make high-end rubs and spikes. I go, "Oh, well, that sounds like money. He goes, well, yeah, it's not cheap. Um, but he but gave wow. us a list of some of the different ones. And we have. I, I bought a few, and they're so-so. I it was kind of surprised that <laughs> these are the winning you know, yeah, right. combinations. But, right? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Uh, but, yeah, you do definitely put uh, sauces, rubs, that sort of thing on there. Okay.
0: Yep. Wow. Yep. So I'm over here thinking that Darren Poison, he should get some of his. Yeah, uh, he,
2: we did an episode with him. He makes his own barbecue sauce. Oh, is that right? Yeah. 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 It yeah. was kind of, good. to hook up. It He actually provided really us a All three of us got a little. Off the clock. That right? Branded. Reserve. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Special it was really good. It was really jars jars Was special. it? Yeah. what was kind really of good. Hint, one. hint. We'll uh,
1: get there. <laughs> what would you say? I mean, what. Was it vinegary? It was, was it mustardy? Was it
2: sweet? like sweet baby Ray's? Almost, How about like delicious? Oh, he probably just that, diluted sweet baby Ray's. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would have been, a baby. <laughs> I been a baby. He said it was top secret, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so, uh, well, yeah, you should listen back to his episode. Sure, yeah, let's good. do that. Uh-huh. He also
0: talked about Dungeons and Dragons, so it was, it was an interesting mix-up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what, what have been your some of your biggest ahas with, you know, doing barbecue? Because you went to that competition, and then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want to do this. Sure. What were some surprises that you ran into? How much money you have to
1: spend? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, It's not like you're going to win enough money to ever pay for your events, right? Okay. And uh, so it's one of those where if you want to go be a race car driver, yeah, you're never going to make any money at it, right? Mm-hmm. So barbecue's no different. Sure. Um, the funny thing was, speaking of race car drivers, so we ran into a bunch of teams that used to be, you know, do the racing thing with race cars and said it was such a, a rough crowd, you know, people fist fighting after the races and stuff like that. And they yeah. said they changed over to the barbecue side. and <laughs> everybody helps each other out. And it, it's, sure. it's wow. a real neat network they got going, that
2: right? So cool. it's kind of, kind of interesting there as well. Huh. So the cost then, is that predominantly just the meat then? I mean, that, that's got to um, be the biggest cost or, or is it travel or uh, it's, it's a combination of that and entry
1: fees. Oh, really? so okay. some, some real small, uh, Competitions may cost you seventy five dollars. Sure. Some of the bigger ones may cost you four hundred dollars to get into. Wow. Your, yeah. wow. yeah, Yep. and it's, there's prize money and there's trophies and all that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and the bigger the prize money or trophy, the more they they Sure, well, it's yeah. kind of
2: built into a pool.
1: Yeah, yep. huh. exactly. What? And the, no, uh, go ahead. No, you. Oh, you. and the meat's probably your next yeah. the most expensive piece, mm-hmm. right? So we churn it when you churn in the meat um, for the competition. You churn in six pieces of brisket, uh, six chicken thighs, uh, six uh, little little piles of, of uh, pulled pork or, or one big pile, however you want to do it. Enough for six people there, right? But everything's in sixes, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just turning in a box of six. But to do that, we're cooking two full briskets. We're cooking, what do we do typically, three Three or four uh, Boston butts for the pulled pork okay. because the the meat can be more tender or more tough, and it's kind of hit or miss when you buy it, right? Yeah. So you, you want to be able to pick the best of the best to turn into your gotcha. your turning box, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting kind of thing. My mouth's watering over here. Yeah. Um. And then, what do you do with all the rest? it you? you guys just sit around to eat it all? Then we actually brought it all here to the tech center after every three oh, really? all three of them, and we so call me it. next time you do yeah, it. Right, right. exactly. Oh man, people just <laughs> swarmed <laughs> and it was gone. I can only time, imagine. So,
0: yeah. um, so I can see this being and. Im- maybe you'll correct me here, but for like a business or something like a a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, are, are, do you, have you ever gone to any of these competitions and there's a restaurant there who's competing, um, you know, with their own special brand of stuff or
1: anything? Not so much restaurants. Um, there's there's vendors there that are set up selling barbecue so that's a misnomer too is is people go to these barbecue events thinking they can sample everybody's barbecue that's cooking there right oh yeah what's the last thing we want to do is serve the public we're trying to make the best of the best yeah. and we don't want you in our kitchen yeah sort of you know what i mean <laughs> sure you know uh, you know we like to to teach people but not when we're in the, the heat of the moment trying to yeah. get stuff ready yeah. uh-huh. and people think they can just come up and ask for a piece of brisket and we're like no there's the vendors down there mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so i okay. so i think people are like a little disappointed they come there thinking sure. there's 40 teams here we can test from every one of them yeah. well the other thing is we're not, uh, we don't have the licensing to, to give out to the public. I Somebody suppose. gets sick and sues us, you uh, know. So, um, you. But I think I, yeah, I think you had an original question I didn't quite cover yet. Well, I just wonder because clearly you have to have
0: a lot of pride in what you're doing sure. to enter this spend all this money mm-hmm. you know there's not much give back sure. but I'm just thinking for a business to sign up and compete oh, and yeah, then you the know it's, yeah. it's more of like a, you know advertising hey, we, sure, we sure. beat out everybody else come to our restaurant yeah. you know that type of thing what
1: you end up finding actually is people go do the competitions and then make a name for themselves in the competition then go open a restaurant well that's oh. cool oh. <laughs> right so <laughs> now you've made a name for yourself a lot of restaurants you walk into and if they were uh, competitors you'll see their wall full of trophies right ah, I mean, you yeah. guys are probably walked into yeah. one mm-hmm. and yep. there's their trophies right so usually they start just the opposite they get into competitions to get good so they can open a restaurant now that they've built a name for themselves
0: is that um, kind of uh, um, a there or? would love
1: to closer to my retirement yeah yep. that yep. would be, I awesome. think it'd be a, a good thing. we need a good smoke place yes, around here we do just soon. we do mm. exactly you know, there's a few okay ones but uh Best barbecue I've ever had is Texas. You go down to Texas, you're not going to get any better
2: barbecue than you find down there. Mm. So, have you been to Kansas City then a couple times? Many times. Yep. Okay. Yep. And and is it a big difference between the two styles? Uh, Yes, because Kansas City is very
1: sauced. Okay. Uh, they sauce the heck out of all their barbecue. Okay. And Texas is salt and pepper. I mean, uh, for the most part, a really good. Uh, you can make a really good brisket with just salt and pepper, and okay. you don't need any sauce on it, right?
2: Um, two big differences there, yeah. Huh? And then what about Memphis? Is that another thing, too? Like, I haven't gotten... You hear all these different yep, things, yep. and is, are they all different styles, then? That's, again, another
1: sauced one, but uh, okay. different types of sauces okay. for different regions, right? More vinegar yeah. over here, more mustard over here. Sure. You know? So it's kind of more the sauce flavor. Okay. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of the Memphis uh, barbecue, but I'd,
2: I'd love to at some point. Sure. I know know a lot of people go there and they love it. Is that right? Yeah, in Nashville and go do all those. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Country music. Sitting outside eating brisket. <laughs> Drinking couple, some beer. A couple beers. Just a couple. Just a couple yeah. you know.
0: Now, does Wisconsin have a name for itself at all?
1: Or, or
2: not <laughs> <Yeah>. so much? <laughs> for barbecue? Yeah. 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 It's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not <laughs> really. Sweet <laughs> Baby Rays. I'm telling you, everybody likes Sweet Baby Rays.
1: So yeah. when I make stuff for here at Johnsonville, like over on Line 4, we did an appreciation party for them. I did 30 racks of ribs and brought them in. Sweet Baby Rays. is yeah. what people like, right? Perfect. So that's what yeah. they know and they, they like. Sure. So, you know. What kind of wood
0: do you use? I mean, what, what's mm-hmm. the best... Was, why is that funny? <laughs> yeah.
2: Like he's like got a notebook. He's like, so what kind of wood? Like he's taking notes here. Yeah, I'm taking my own notes here. <laughs> notes. Well, for yeah, a fee, I'll MP. show you how this would be great.
0: I got this great consultant. He's awesome. Um, but yeah, what, what sure. kind of wood do you guys yep. use, or does it vary for a competition? Um,
1: not so much for competitions. Um, it's just, it's a matter of how much smoke you like or don't like. Oh. It's a preference thing. Okay. Um, so you got to think about. Okay, we got judges here. Well, every judge is different, right? So yeah while you're taught what to look for as a judge everybody's got different you know sensory on their tongue and that sort of of thing some people like really hot some can't stand heat some like sweet you know so it's hard to appease everybody so you try to find something that kind of takes all those and puts them into one and hope, hope it hits the mark right sure and uh Back to your question. <laughs> yeah, no. What, what kind of woods do you use? Kind of, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so if you want really heavy smoke, you use a mesquite. That's going to give you the heaviest, most smoke. And I, I like a heavy smoke to me. Okay. So you'll find me smoking a mesquite all the time. But if I'm cooking for a bigger group, I'll, I'll take it down to like a hickory or maybe some apple wood. They're more gentle woods, right? Mm-hmm. But for competition, mostly hickory. Um, and again, it's a preference thing. There's people using cherry. There's people using mesquite. Myself, our, our preference was mesquite, or mesquite. Hickory, maybe a little bit of mesquite if you want a little extra smoke. yeah.
0: You know, one thing that surprised me, this was years ago now, and actually Jim brought it up again when we were interviewing him, but um, I, over a bonfire, my, my dad had just cut down a cedar tree, and we were burning cedar, and I smoked... Or just grilled mm-hmm. some Johnsonville brats over the fire, and they were phenomenal. <laughs> so, uh, does anybody ever use
1: cedar? I think you mentioned that to me at one point. And is it uh, you like shouldn't be using <laughs> any, any sort of pine at all because maybe of the that's sap, why, right? because it gives off so a lot of good. toxic <laughs> films. Did it taste a little? <laughs> no, it tasted tarry? great, and I felt. Were you drinking? Amazing. <laughs>
0: I don't get it. I don't (laughs) get it. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a great night for me. Um,
2: (laughs) That would not have been my recommendation. Do not write that
0: down. (laughs) No, Jim, though, he did not mention using cedar. But what he did mention was smoking Johnsonville Brats. Yes. Now, what's the deal with smoking Johnsonville
1: Brats? Well, if you've never tried one, you have to. Okay. And uh, I guess I'll have to make some and bring them in so you guys get a chance to do that. That But uh, it's... uh, it does a very good job of keeping the, the juices inside the product while giving okay. it that smoke flavor on the outside. And what we found is if you take apple juice and spritz it with some apple juice, you get that sweet note with it as oh, well. Okay. It's what? It's really, really good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. I so, highly recommend it.
2: The other question I was going to ask is, so you go through all these competitions and you talked about smoking in the winter. Like, how often do you actually get this whole setup going? I mean, is it like an every weekend thing where you just <laughs> have a little one? And you're like, oh, I'll just pop something on. Or is it like... No, I'm doing 30, 50 things all at once every you know month, and it's, it's called a propane smoker. Okay, <laughs> and I okay. cheat okay. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, now. the wood fired one. If I got all day to babysit
1: it, I'll go ahead and do wood fired. But that's sure. that's for special occasions and competitions and okay. sort of thing. Okay. So Thank yeah, you. I have the propane, I have the electric. I think I'm up to nine smokers now or something like that. Oh wow! So wow. I got all the different. Yeah, given a it real estate, you build a new garage. Yeah, or I got kind of a pretty thing. good size shed, okay, so that, right. that works pretty well.
0: Well, yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Once the amount of smoke. You said you have about nine now? Somewhere in there, yeah. What are the different sizes of the smokers?
1: Um, all the way from a 500-gallon propane tank, which is, what, with the firebox, about 12 feet long, about 2,600 pounds, um, down to, what's the smallest one I have? Uh, a little electric unit that's probably, oh, I don't know, 20 inches wide and three feet tall. Oh, wow. um, Does the taste vary in, in Oh, b- big time. Yeah. Really? Well, I shouldn't say that t- to the novice, probably not as okay. much, but mm-hmm. to somebody who's you know done it a lot, yeah, you can definitely tell a difference. Okay. You're always going to get the best flavor from direct wood, right? Yeah, Wood-fired sure. smoker it sure. just gives you a better smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a yeah, step down from there, I would say would be would be the propane, right? It does a good job. It's one of those set it and forget it. Go back for every once in a while and put a little wood chips in there for more smoke. Okay, but you can kind of just you know walk away from it. You still get a pretty good quality uh, barbecue. Um, electric, I'd say. is... Yeah, maybe a touch under propane. Okay. Um, electric takes a lot longer to do because the balls on those are so insulated that it keeps all the moisture there. Oh, um, it does a very good job of, of a moist product, a moist finished product compared sure. to a propane is maybe a little bit drier. So they all have
2: their like benefits. Like a pulled pork, then you'd want to do in that one. Eh,
1: <laughs> pulled pork, there's so much there, such a mass there, and there's so much uh, oh, fat in the product that it doesn't matter good. if you do that on wood or electric. Okay. It's going to be moist either way. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: So what would you do then? Like ribs then? Is ribs, that- if you
1: want a more tender rib, okay. Um, potentially. If you're doing, like, a, a beef stick or something like that and you don't want it super dry, yeah, you can do, do that on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So. so when you just make a smoker, mm-hmm. you, you've
0: just made it, you've you finished welding, yep. you're done, do you have to prep that at all? Oh, I mean, because I can only imagine yep. you can't just fire up and throw something on there and it not right. miss, you know,
1: there's got to be something missing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I can walk you through that process and then tell you a little funny story on the end. Great, that. let's do it. So I'll go out and I'll buy a beef tallow or, or beef fat okay and uh, I, I go and uh, you could you could go in there and just smear it on there as a solid mass right and just kind of work it on there mm. but I, I melt it in a pot grab a paintbrush and I paint the heck out of the inside of the smoker wow. and then you fire it up get it as hot as you can for a couple hours and that seasons the walls sure. so it closes off all the metal pores and puts a nice black hue on there and you build up that seasoning over time right yep, so really. if you got a smoker that's 10 years old it's got a nice black wall on there right mm-hmm. well that gives you the nice flavor too yeah right? yeah um so the funny story is uh the 500 gallon propane uh smoker that <laughs> i put together um it's hard to move around because it's so big right sure. so yeah. um, i had a, a single axle trailer is all i had I, I need to purchase a dual axle so i can move this thing around because it's so heavy mm-hmm. but i pulled it up on the single axle trailer it had a wood deck on it it was green treated and i thought i gotta get this thing seasoned because i need it for fourth july this was like uh, i don't know two years ago i think and uh i gotta get this thing seasoned for tomorrow at, at the cookout at the you know july 4th celebration yeah. and uh so we get out or I get out the wood and and fire it up and it's by this time it's like midnight I'm like I gotta get some sleep so I stoked it really heavy before I went to bed I took some cement board and I put it underneath the fire box so it would have a, a buffer between that and the trailer right sure. woke up the next morning this is out at my dad's place he, he actually gets up really early he got up and came in the house and said hey your trailer's on fire oh, <laughs> here I burnt a <laughs> hole about four foot by four foot all the way through the trailer uh, oh. it, it took the cement board and pulverized it it turned to powder and then it burned through the green treated lumber on it's there just so, it had as hot as you it was so hot,
2: yeah. yeah. So I got
1: a trailer to we yet. I still haven't redone that one. Live and learn. Oh yeah. Live and learn. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So then, when you go to competitions, do you bring that large one then? No, or no. That's then? that's more of a, a you know show off kind okay. of thing no, or whatever. That's... Or if you want to do a big event and you want to get a whole bunch of meat on there one time, mm-hmm. you know that's what they're good for. Or potentially opening a restaurant at some point. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Uh, no. Um, so I built a smaller one. It's probably. Oh, it's a probably a, I think it's a 22-inch uh, round tube, okay. and it's probably four feet long, and then it's got a firebox off of it. Um, so it's much easier to control heat. And you don't need... So I use full uh, oak logs in uh, in that 500-gallon propane sure. uh, a smoker to, to smoke the, the product in there and use as a fuel source. We buy bags of uh, wood wood charcoal for the smaller competition okay. one. Right. Yep. Man, sense. I'd go through so much wood if I had to do a competition with that. Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 You have to get yep. a
2: tree down every time. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Multiple
1: trees, right? Wow. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So if
0: anybody wanted to get started in smoking or, mm-hmm. or any type, let's say a competition. Sure. How would they do it? How would they get started? Take out a loan. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, sell your kids. Yes, get <laughs> rid right. sure. your house, yeah. your cars. No. Uh, Seriously. Hot kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd recommend getting with somebody that cooks in competitions. And I can tell you that you could probably go up to at least three quarters of the different teams that are at these competitions and they will take you on for a weekend and let you spend really and that's kind of how we got into it it's uh uh, paul hood who who uh, reps for one of our liquid smoke uh places that we buy from sure he came here was it four or five years ago and did a a rip a rib seminar for like half a day and showed us how to do competition ribs and then uh he's he's won the uh i think it was a jack daniels tournament down south Uh, so he's a big time player player and big time into this stuff okay and uh he actually, when he was up, he said, Well, I'm cooking up at Lambeau Field at the competition up there and I'm looking for some help. So, uh, actually, Jim and I both were like, Yeah, let's, if you don't mind, yeah. you know, we'll stay out of your way or whatever, but uh, we'd like to see what goes on. Yeah. And we both were addicted after seeing, sure. uh, seeing so that cool. and experiencing that. And then we said, Well, we're going to start our own team and see who's interested at Johnsonville. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of how we got into it. So. This is the two you and then Travis Shelby. And then, Travis Shelby, yep. And then uh, Jake Sontag, who's no oh, longer okay. with us, was on the team as well. And then we had some alternates in there that would fill in. Mm-hmm. So, what we tried to do, or what I tried to do, is have somebody responsible for each the four different categories. Mm-hmm. So here you're responsible for brisket, here you're responsible for chicken, and then if they couldn't make it, I was the fill-in for whichever gotcha. one could be covered. Gotcha. But Good it makes cool. it so much easier. But one competition we only had myself and, and I'm trying to think who else showed up, It's myself and one other person. And so okay. we just had the two of us for this and oh it got, that was a little hectic. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. Wow. So out of this whole entire experience, what has been you know the, the biggest joy you've probably
1: gotten? Just the experience of... of being able to make different barbecue, like I'm always tweaking. You know, I'll tweak my rub, I'll tweak my sauce, always experimenting with and finding something better or something a little bit different, but people like. Um, so, like whenever I do stuff here for for Johnsonville folks, I did a cookout for the food service team here about yeah. three weeks ago, and uh, so I'll tweak something a little bit different that I've never done before for each of these and get a reaction from the people when they have it. Oh, I haven't seen anybody cringe yet, yeah. so I guess I'm doing all right. <laughs> but uh, I like to experiment with that a little bit, right, sure. and see see what what works and what doesn't. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, if I had a a barbecue restaurant in the future, you kind of can dial things in a little Mm -hmm. bit by using our
2: folks as the guinea pigs. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Right? A little R&D, no Mm big deal. exactly. A little sensory work, yeah. Yeah, That's great. Cool. Yeah. So your family and friends have got to love this this oh, hobby. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, of, of, of all the things you could do, like right. to help everybody else out. So do you have any like huge cookouts in with your family? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, do
1: do from that? time to time, right. it's usually they know the work that goes into it. If I'm mm-hmm. doing, you know, doing it on all wood fire and that sort of thing. So they actually don't ask too often just okay. because they know how much work goes into it. Right. For sure. But uh, yeah, I do it enough that they, they, yeah. they get enough barbecue when sure I, when I'm my focused. dad is a
2: small smoker that does you know experimental things on yep. just here and there and it's always like when people are coming over for the weekend they're like are you, are you, gonna, are you gonna smoke something yeah, for us right. you know? and he's yeah. like oh, yeah. yeah we can do this or that yep. and you know and he'll invite us over and be like I got this new idea and so he'll do something and we'll come over so it's, for him it's exciting yeah. you know and for us it's cool too so. have
1: you ever had bad barbecue Uh, No, not that I can think of. And that's just it. You know, you can experiment all you want, and it's really hard to screw it up. Sure. Sure. Unless you've just turned it to charcoal, Mm -hmm. it's going to probably be good.
2: Yeah, Yeah. he's much more critical on it than I am. He's, yeah. Well, I'm always really fish 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 fish. Fish. Jeff's like, great. just like food." Done. No, yeah. Free. I'll be there. Yeah.
0: Um, have you ever thought of? And maybe I'm only thinking of one other food category, but are there other food categories that you'd branch
1: out into, like fish or? Oh yeah, right? I've done cheeses, fish. Oh really? Nuts. Actually, I just did uh, some uh, smoked deviled eggs two weeks ago. What? Yeah, <laughs> <Wait> <laughs> a minute. Oh yeah, it's it's. Oh, so Once you have those, you'll never make them any other way. But, Shut up. Yeah. So you boil an egg just like you would a, a boiled egg, right? Yeah. Wow. And then you take the shells off and put it in the smoker on 200, keep it low, uh, for eh, 20 minutes, half hour. And the eggs will take on a, a almost a yellower mustard look to them, yeah. and that's the smoke that adhered to them. And then you just cut them open and make deviled eggs out of them. It's just another layer of flavor really? to it. They're just so good. Yeah, yeah, really good. There you go. Why have you not opened your restaurant yet? <laughs> <laughs> just you talking about
0: it, like, I want to go to Jason Foster's Smokehouse. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, Got anything else, Jeff? I don't think so. No. Wow, this has been phenomenally really hungry. <laughs> yeah, Jason. So here's the deal: we're gonna try and get you in here. We're we're hopefully gonna have. A day when maybe you can make just us, no one else, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, some great smoked product, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if maybe we can share with everyone else. Sure, but you bet. Uh, yeah. but we really
1: appreciate you coming on. Um, no problem. So, do you have anything else for us at all? No, no. Just okay. uh, anybody curious about smoking and, and wants to know more about it, hit me up. I mean, I'd be willing to work with you. You know, here yeah. or there, or I've, I've even thought about with all these smokers I have and all these different types is maybe once a month putting on a barbecue clinic of sorts sure. let people play with an electric
2: one a propane one a wood one and just this guy. learn from it, I would right? totally so. do the, the, the competition thing yeah? but I, I have I have limited skills yeah? so like it would be more of like just like beer, you know, gopher kind of thing. Sure. Like, yeah, I need you to do you that. You need those okay, two. Yeah. I Jason's really excited about that. Yeah, you yeah, said right. gopher in his eyes lit right. I, I think that'd be really fun. Especially sure. the idea of... Somebody needs to run and get them beer every once nah, Yeah, yeah. No, or true. like, hey, I need you to spread some applesauce on that. or It's <laughs> applesauce
0: <laughs> applesauce <laughs> applesauce <laughs> juice.
2: Or whatever. <laughs> what do you mean? I, Again.
0: I'm not, okay. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at <laughs> Now, you know what's going to happen? Jason's going to go home and try applesauce. Sprinter the
1: applesauce.
0: Why not? a genius. Yeah,
1: right?
2: When all the yeah, <laughs> I'm really good at eating it. Maybe making it a little bit. So you
1: need to do the judging
2: then. <laughs> no, I I tell Barb Walters this all the time. I can't be on sensory pill because everything tastes good to me. Like, I have no palate at all. I'm like, this is great. I don't care what it is. So like, That's rotten. I'm like, no, no, the no shelf You keep your opinions ago. to yourself, okay? <laughs> I get food poisoning like four times a year. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> fine. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that a body explains body. a lot. Healthy uh, <laughs> so. <be> bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He has a lot of culture. Let's just say that. Yes. breathing a <laughs> cup of yogurt right here. <laughs> oh wow! Well,
0: Jason, thank you so much for coming on. If you wouldn't mind closing us out, uh, it's been a great episode. Sure. Well,
1: thank you. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is Jason Foss. You've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Thank <whistles> busy you know mm-hmm. yeah so I'm,
0: I'm really wondering what um what packaging materials are needed for time travel
1: <laughs> <laughs> great question can't say as i have a real good, good answer,
0: <laughs> answer for that one <laughs>